Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Seeking Sabiduria, a podcast about seeking higher wisdom through spirituality and self-discovery. This week I am doing a solo episode, so it's just me, no guests, but I am going to reflect on these last few weeks when I've had guests on the podcast. So first, I wanted to talk about how grateful I am for the guests that have joined me. I just had so, so much fun doing the last few interviews. I learned so much from them. From the interview with Torney Wiggum, the host of Dancing Heart podcast, we had such a great conversation about her mission to help others find their joy and live with their dancing heart and, and her story about having bilingual podcasts podcasting experiences. So me with this podcast, which is in Spanish and English, and her experience of having a podcast in her native language Norwegian versus now being in English and kind of how she grapples with going back and forth between those languages. And she shared her experience of picking everything up and moving to another country to follow that feeling of joy and living out her dreams. And then just how she had to really go back to first of all, reevaluating her life and then finding out, okay, what is it that I'm missing right now? And finding out that what she was missing was that spark in life, that joy and how she remembered the last time feeling that was when she lived in Australia. And so she was like, I am going to make it my mission to go find that. And she did that. And so her story is just truly incredible and inspiring for anybody that's thinking of taking a big leap, you know, shaking up your life a little bit to follow your dreams that's definitely a great episode for you and then there was my episode with Chris so my second interview the founder of the skybeckins.com Chris has been such a great support for me on my life journey right now especially because he's been helping me understand just how important this podcast is for me living out my soul's purpose. I was able to get a Reiki session with him, which gave me so much clarity about this rash that I was having on my neck and that's been showing up around the time that I was putting myself out there with this podcast. And as somebody who's been feeling more and more called to open and heal my throat chakra after a lifetime of silencing myself and being very shy and quiet, not sticking up for myself and for my beliefs. That session with him was so, so healing to remind me that I am on my path and to really reassure me that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, this podcast, sharing my voice and my ideas and encouraging others to do the same as well and bringing on other people who are also seeking that opportunity to share their story. It's just made this experience so much more meaningful. And so I know that this is part of my purpose to continue to find healing and to learn about myself even more. You know, and I, I just am thinking about right now one of the pieces of wisdom that Chris left us with in that podcast episode was that it's okay to outgrow our healers, right? Our people that are meant to be in our lives at a particular time in our life. 
And I've been reflecting a lot about that, about how I've been finding the perfect healers at the perfect time. And for me, Chris was the perfect healer at this time in my podcast journey. And then also I think this podcast in itself is a healing tool for me. And it makes sense why I found this at a time in my life that's now and not before, you know. And so I, I just love that piece of wisdom because it just shows that we can always keep going. We can always keep learning, always keep connecting with new people because that's how we learn about ourselves more learn about ourselves deeper so definitely if you want to hear more about Chris and what he offers he was somebody who was in the military struggled to be happy even though he had in his life all these measures of success that society tells us leads to happiness he was living the life had the wife the kids the beautiful home the successful career this reputable position in the military yet he was feeling depressed and unfulfilled he found healing in his energy healing work that he does now and other self-discovery modalities like plant medicine, Reiki, numerology, the law of attraction, and all these things that led him to embrace his truth and his purpose. So definitely if that's something that you think you're going to be interested in, check that episode out. It's filled with so many wonderful gems and wisdom. And then there was Jimena Free Spirit. Oh, this episode was so amazing. It was my very first interview in Spanish so the episode we did speak in Spanish so sorry for those who don't speak Spanish but I can share a little bit about the episode and you can also go to himenafreespirit.com to learn more about her and her story it is in English she has information on there and so she shared about her journey moving from Colombia to Dubai and how she moved after having a really hard time she lost her dream job or what she thought was her dream job which led her to seeking guidance from a coach which inspired her ultimately to become a coach herself and be a healer for people who are now maybe in the position that she was at that time years ago. She talked about how that experience was this catalyst for her spiritual awakening, how even her dating experiences and looking for love were this catalyst into further awakening and it made her realize that one thing that she was deeply looking for and missing was self-love and so I just resonated so so much with her story we had a great conversation and that episode is a great resource also for those who are wanting to maybe talk about spirituality in Spanish because she even gave me language for speaking about these topics you know finding your life purpose the koshas, which are the energetic bodies that we have, being able to talk about all that in Spanish so I can now talk about it with my family who only speak Spanish. It was so amazing and I just resonated with her story so much. I truly believe that me and her, we found each other for a reason, you know. I identified a lot with her life path and especially finding self-love. It was a huge part of my spiritual awakening and something that I emphasize a lot in my coaching. Also my dating life was this catalyst for me going within, going deeper and discovering that what I was truly seeking from other people, why I was seeking other people's validation and all this stuff. It was because I was seeking that self-love that I was not giving myself. I was putting other people first and that was just a wonderful connection that I made and I really feel like this idea, which I didn't go too much into with her actually in this episode, but I resonated a lot with it. Her name is Jimena Free Spirit on her page and that word freedom, free spirit. 
you know language is very important when it comes to also discovering our truth who we are our identity what our soul is seeking in this life because different language has different resonance and energy and so freedom has also been something that has followed me in my sorority in college my nickname was free spirit and my tumblr name which my tumblr i made maybe also when i was in college was the spirit of freedom and so i think that word freedom is something that i've been searching for my parents were a little more strict I didn't have much freedom. I had to stay home, babysit all the time. I had responsibilities from a very young age that maybe I didn't have a freedom to be a child and play and express, I think is a huge part of my story, but also on this other level of parts of myself being locked away and maybe pushed away. And I think that's what happens when we are lacking self-love. That just goes to show, I think, just this connection that I really found in Jimena's story that helped me understand a little bit better this connection between this lack of self-love and, and wanting to find this freedom to really let out those locked parts of you. I mean, I think of right now, I'm actually following Teal Swan, her seven-day love challenge. I highly recommend that challenge or just any of Teal Swan's self-love resources if you're looking for self-love because she has such amazing resources. It's a great place to start because she really breaks it down and makes it so, so clear. Um, you can find her resources on YouTube for free and then she has other resources but you can go more in depth on her website. That's where I got started on my self-love journey and realizing that that's something that I was lacking I think almost four years ago now is when I started to dive into those resources. One thing that she says is the more trauma we have throughout our lives the more we reject aspects of ourselves, and I love her definition of love because it is so succinct but so all-encompassing because you know we think of love as how a mother loves their child and somebody loves their romantic partner but all-encompassing definition of love that she gives is that love is to take something as a part of ourselves and that when we experience traumas we actually reject parts of ourselves we cut off and disown we push away these different aspects of ourselves in order to be able to cope with the trauma with whatever's happening she gives wonderful examples when we are pushing away those aspects of ourselves it's the opposite of love because if love is taking something as a part of ourselves yet we are pushing away these parts of us which i think for me it was pushing away the creative parts of me the parts that did want to be childlike and fun and play because I had these responsibilities that my parents were asking of me and because I ultimately wanted their approval they're my parents they gave me my sustenance they gave me life they feed me they provide a home for me I feel like also throughout my life as someone who struggled with finding love there were parts of me that were locked away that were craving freedom freedom to be freedom to express to love openly to be vulnerable with my emotions this idea of freedom which I wish I spoke to Mohimana more about but maybe in another episode I can have her back on but I think it's just such an important idea to explore when we are on our self-discovery journey and maybe even ask ourselves: is freedom actually what I'm seeking is there a part of me that maybe hidden away that's actually wanting to express wanting to come out at this point in our lives because you know maybe it wasn't safe to do so when we were younger but maybe now they're just kicking and wanting to get out but I think ultimately I was seeking this freedom to be freed from hiding freeing 
from just being in the shadows and bringing those parts to light so i think that was just such a great connection with this episode with jimena but anyways overall it's just been this wonderful journey learning how to open my throat chakra more speak my truth through this podcast experience it's actually funny to observe myself and notice the way i speak throughout these podcasts you know as i'm reviewing it and editing it it all for example when i was doing the interview podcast i noticed there were so many filler words you know when it's by myself okay it's fine it's my own solo cast episode whatever but i think i'm just more conscientious about it when i have other people on because i do think it takes away from their message it is distracting for listeners and i and i wouldn't want to take away from their message because they have so much great wisdom to bring and for me it was really important to make sure that I was honoring their message and not taking away with my filler words. I think it's just a process learning. Like I've been watching a lot of videos by speech coaches and and they've been giving me a lot of tips. For example, working on slowing down and being more comfortable with silences and pausing and taking breaths between ideas. So, and just also noticing that I speak very fast or have been speaking really fast in my episodes. And right now I'm consciously speaking a little slower because these are very exciting topics for me. And these are things that I'm speaking about for the very first time. I've kept them to myself my whole life or written about them only in my journals or only talked about it with coaches or therapists that I've had. I find that all the words just want to spill out all at once. And I think I also have this fear of not being heard, not being listened to, because I think that's an experience I've had during my life. So I just want to get the words out before someone loses attention or changes the subject or interrupts me. So I've started to become more conscious of it is what I'm saying. And so I'm working on slowing down, taking those deep breaths between thoughts, And even grounding myself more before I start recording an episode, doing grounding meditation exercises and taking deep breaths, making sure that I am ready also with the sound and everything and all the setup so that I'm not flustered or distracted during the podcast, just keeping that grounded energy. There's just so much that I've learned and really these are things that I could have never learned about myself if I didn't just start. I would have never learned about the process of podcasting if I didn't just start and learn from that trial and error. And I think this point right here is so important because, and maybe a lot of you can relate to this, my personality leans towards perfectionism. My Enneagram is a helper with a perfectionist wing. So when I am a little bit maybe stressed out or just not feeling at my best, I experience this paralyzing fear of making a mistake, not doing things perfectly. And what I found is that it's come from this deep-rooted fear of rejection, which is this deep wounding that I have and not being good enough. And that stops me a lot of times and throughout my life from trying things, from moving forward, being willing to make mistakes. It's been really hard for me. So now These last few years have been really grounded and rooted in my truth and my purpose and just my self-love and feeling really good about myself. I am open to making mistakes and open for criticism and it's just truly wonderful to see myself grow and learn in this way and just allow myself to create and experiment and play through this experience is really, really wonderful. And there's not one way to do it. Also learning that, that 
there's not one way to do things. I still do it in a way that is true to me. You know, for example, one suggestion that I keep hearing is to write out a script about like what you want to say, but at this point, don't feel like reading off an exact script is really my style. Although it has helped a lot for me to write out bullet points so that I don't really veer away so much from what my intention is for that podcast and so I keep track of my thoughts so that I don't have to have those moments of being uncomfortable with not really knowing what am I going to say next or what was I saying or remembering so I think that's also distracting for me whereas I think when I started the podcast at first I was just like okay this is what my podcast episode is going to be about let's go I'm going to wing it those bullet points have really really helped me another thing when my experience is enough validation for what i want to share and the point i want to bring across on the episode versus maybe when i should bring on another person who has more expertise to speak on a subject or maybe when i should support my ideas with further reading or resources or something like that and mostly i think my experiences are more than enough because I believe that my soul's purpose is to really go within and to learn about the world by learning about myself like a mirror. One of my favorite quotes is, as above, so below. So just learning within to be able to learn more about the world and know more about others. And I want to help others see the world in that way as well. One thing that I'm really grateful is that this experience has brought so much more self-awareness for myself. I even had this opportunity to be connected with a numerologist and have a session we'll have an episode talking about going more in depth but in that session it became really clear to me that one of my missions in this lifetime number three karma number is to learn how to defend my points of view and express myself and be confident in my opinions which in the past i've really struggled with I mean, my main way of sensing is claircognizance, which is the ability to perceive or feel things, which means knowledge just comes to me. And I have a, this deep sense of knowing things as opposed to maybe people who make channel through seeing visions or hearing from source. And so this claircognizance, it makes it really hard, I think, for me to trust my instincts and trust that what I believe is true because I don't feel like I have more of this tangible proof to believe what I believe, which I think, you know, maybe the other um, ways of sensing are, this is a similar experience, I don't know, but I just feel like I, I struggled a lot, in, especially in graduate school. I was in a, a, a research program. To defend my ideas was really difficult because it was just like, oh, really? Like, I have to defend this? I just feel like I know what the truth is. I know what's going to happen. I know. But, you know, that's not how it works on here on Life on Earth. <laughs> and especially in some settings, like very scientific, academic settings, it's expected that you back up your claims. And it's important to do that, you know, in many instances, especially when it's high stakes behind those claims, like when research is making an impact on people's lives with, with healthcare or legislation or anyways. So I feel more confident when I can speak my beliefs without maybe those high stakes, such as just with my friends or the confines of my journal, mostly. <laughs> But now I am on this platform and that is accessible to the public. And I think this is really helping me see that my words make an impact. And I should work on defending my ideas and beliefs 
And so that is the journey that I am on and I forever more now, I guess, because of my karma number three. But now I am more aware of it and it's more at the forefront of my mind and it motivates me to defend my thoughts and share them. But mostly be okay with my experience also being this source of wisdom and knowledge and this knowing. I think the quote is wisdom is knowledge plus experience. Now I do want to embrace my wisdom and knowing and my my sense of knowing and my intuition is enough. All that to say, (laughs) I am so grateful for the connections and the wisdom that I've gained these past few weeks. And I cannot wait to see what's next. I can't wait to see what else I get into, what else I learn, what else I share. So thank you all so, so much for being here and for listening and for following me along on this journey. And I am really, really excited for what is to come. I am working on an episode about discovering your soul's purpose. I also have some more guests coming up and yeah, so very, very exciting things. Thank you all for being here and for listening and until next time, see y'all.